Okay. Have you? <laughs> it's just it, it's fine. Just a little bit more tired than I thought I was. Maybe so. I think uh, I think Null's colored shirt probably threw you off. Well, it's, it's not colors. Welcome to Game of Nodes, a weekly podcast from independent validator teams. Welcome to Game of Nodes, a weekly podcast from independent validator teams, one of whom has a gray-colored shirt. Yes, gray is a color. I said collared. 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 Yeah, like, like collard greens. Collared. <laughs> what, what's weird about this collar, sorry? I've never seen him wearing a collared shirt before. It is on iron, though, so you should you should have some recollection of that. Does it yeah. make it balance yes. out? <laughs> Yes. I don't know. Uh, you both. Owen. So, I've never ironed a shirt in my fucking life. <laughs> Unlike yep. uh, Dr. Frey, who irons them on the table between the beer bottles. <laughs> so, yeah, we're not. We're, we're, Under duress, I should say. <laughs> he was so, like, do I have uh, to? I was like, you have to. <laughs> like, yeah. So, so like what happened? Uh, so, last week, um, Usurper and I were at SmartCon shilling. Shilling the podcast actually more than any kind of um, uh, services, as it turned out. I think, <laughs> Smart move on our part. I, I probably Priority had more maybe. conversations about the podcast <laughs> than I did about Seriously. what um, Needlecast offer in terms of infrastructure, <laughs> which in hindsight was not the smartest use of a trip. Um, uh, yeah, and had at least twice had an NFT, sorry, a property as NFT project shilled to me. Um, because apparently I look like somebody that wants to talk about that. Um, I mean, that's that's so 2021. Yeah. I mean, I felt sorry for them, but I felt more sorry for me having to listen to it. But you, it takes a bit of time to work out what the correct, polite British exit from a conversation is because it's very situational. And so I was kind of stuck in the meantime. It was, it was teeth- crunchingly bad it was it was bad those were the two the two low points um the, they were the two low points actually in uh in a three-day period where uh also got pickpocketed and lost a bunch of stuff so it um it was an expensive trip uh, and had to deal with property nft chat um which was <laughs> which was worse than getting pickpocketed would be my review of barcelona so there Fair you enough. go um, Barcelona. So not only did you have to deal with property NFT chat, you also shielded the potty, which means that they're probably going to watch it and now hear you dissing their property NFT chat. So that's pretty optimistic that they're going to watch. Yeah. I, I'm probably going to watch. <laughs> I, I didn't shield the podcast to people who I wasn't, who I didn't, didn't at least say one thing that I wanted to. Whatever, man. <laughs> they didn't get shielded to because I didn't think they were the podcast kind of people our listeners as we know from the extensive battery of mass surveillance techniques we unleash on our audience we know that they're very highly evolved humans um and these uh nft bozos were not not the kind of creme de la creme of the human race that we want to listen to our podcast although all are welcome in fact you know a bit there's a bit of imposter syndrome i've heard amongst our audience you're sitting there and you're thinking well am i in fact uh, the quality, you know, the the grade A plus plus, the the turns it up to eleven kind of individual that 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 is able to listen to this podcast. Well, you self selected yourself into that group. Welcome to Game of Nodes. 
you've you've made the grade. Well done. Um, you so join anyway, the elite. <laughs> join the elite. You're already here. Elite. You're part of you're part of the elite. Every populist on the planet. Whenever they say we need to get rid of the elite, they're talking about you now. The listeners of Game of Knows. Um, so yeah, Barcelona apparently is the pickpocket capital of Europe or something. So should should have found that out that factoid before you had yeah. your uh, cell phone picked. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the, some late, some last minute planning was involved in that trip, and it it really does show. Uh, also, taking it all the way back to the disc that I received at the top of the show, mm. uh, took a took a folded iron shirt, put it at the bottom of a hiking rucksack, which I then can't like went on the train across Europe to Barcelona got the shirt out at the other end of course it was fucked um and then couldn't find an iron usurper found an iron because he's an adult and uh there was no ironing board however so we had to clear the beer bottles out of the way so that i could iron a shirt so that we could go to a a vip event that was marked specifically business casual and we showed up at the at the the registration and there was some fucking guy in a onesie (laughs) in like a that's right. Covered all in, of like, us, covered all in of teddy us. bears or some shit. We're like, God damn it! We all bought an entire <laughs> change of clothes so that we weren't just wearing fucking t-shirt and slacks just for that one fucking thing. There was other adults there. There were other adults there, but then this guy fucking prances past in a dinosaur onesie or whatever with his tail flacking out, and you're like, or that dude in the yellow suit with the gold crown and shit. Yeah, fuck. there's always one. There's always oh fucking god, one. yeah, with the crown and the. Somebody's got to wear a fucking crown. You're just like. Some King Nodes asshole. Yeah, I think he had a, a t-shirt saying <laughs> Big Balls Blockchain or something. So so I under, took a shirt, number one, didn't need it. I under shirt, num- number two, didn't need it. Took, took, took some fucking chinos, number three, didn't need those. Number four, got pickpocketed largely because chinos have really, really flappy, stupid pockets that invite pickpockets to see whether there's something in your pocket. Disaster, that, that VIP event. Look good though. How was there a pickpocket at a VIP event? Uh, it was on the, uh, uh, on the metro. metro on the way home. It was on the metro yeah. on the way back from the VIP event. So it's not like uh, you know, bear market got you down bad. No, we had a couple of no. iPhones. Hey, look, <laughs> we're on a train. It was like dude in the onesie brushed past me, and I was so pissed <laughs> off that I got shoulder barged by a guy in a onesie. I didn't notice it had taken uh, my all my shit. So, so, so you, could it well, have been targeted? I mean, isn't that what happened to Matt Bell? And that's how his information got out. Like someone stole his phone or like a SIM swap or something, right? Uh, so they they SIM swapped his account. Uh, like, okay, it was just a SIM swap. It wasn't a stolen. Yeah, phone. yeah. Social okay, okay, attack, okay. baby. Hey, I don't um, think I don't think it was. I don't think it was targeted. But I guess you, you never really do know. But I mean, know. I am just some fucking bozo. So that's probably. A, I mean. It, Let's be real, right? In each other's hearts, in the game of nodes community, we're all big balls blockchain, right? We are all Mr. Blockchain, El Grande balls, whatever. The the point is, but you know, when you actually do go to these big, big-ish whatever events, you you do go, oh yeah, actually, if somebody's getting targeted, attacked, it's going to be an actual big balls blockchain guy. It ain't going to be. It ain't going to be me. It's going to be one of the founders of the foundation that is you know, got their net worth published in Forbes or whatever. So, you know, that, that is one of my favorite parts of going to conferences. Whenever you like go up to meet someone and you introduce yourself and then they say like, Oh, hi. And then they just assume you already know who they are because they're so godlike. Uh-huh. And they'll just give you a look as if you should be like preening to see them. That's, that's one of my favorite moments at every conference I've been to is whenever that moment pops up and I'm like, ah, 
I was waiting for this one where I was supposed to be in <laughs> his holy presence. Yeah, exactly. His holy <laughs> presence. Alternatively, Schultze, alternatively, they just immediately turn around and mutter something about going to wait for their limo in the in the lobby. Yeah. I'd love to talk to Schultze, but yeah. <laughs> we gotta go wait for the limo. So I once I was at, I was at Glastonbury Festival once. I did that to a radio, a, a famous British radio presenter. Um, which in, in Venice, the radio presenter, you don't see their face. Um, number two, I listen to whatever music I feel like listening to. I don't really listen to the radio, never have. But um, it was one of those where like, I was at this stage and like they there was a guy who had like a BBC t-shirt on and I was like, oh, you guys you guys here are part of the recording crew? And he was like, yeah, you could say that. And I was like, oh, because you, you broadcast. I thought he was basically a technician. He looked like a bit of a nerd. So I was like, oh, you, I assumed he was one of the techs. And they're like, yeah, oh, we're recording every stage. I was like, oh, right, yeah, so you do work for the BBC? And he's like, yeah. And I was like, how's it going for you? And he's going, oh, it's, yeah, it's going pretty well. I mean, he's like a big radio guy. He's like, yeah, it's going pretty well for me, I, I, I guess. So I'm like, nice, nice. It's tough to get into, isn't it? But uh, I go friends who work there. Uh, they seem to like it. And then I was just uh, like, well, have a great festival, man. I'll catch you later. And like, I walked off, and then like a while later, it was like, I just saw the, the thing. It was like, oh, that's that guy, the famous <laughs> Oh, that's, that's the guy I was uh, like, yeah, well, good luck with your new job at BBC. Cause I thought uh, you look like a 23 year old nerd. Who's just started as an intern. And it turns out he was like some 35 year old. He just looks young. He's 35 year old big balls. I was like, like, do they still have big radio guys? Like, does anyone even listen to fucking radio? Yeah. There's still like shock, shock. Yeah. Stuff. Sure. Well, everyone in the car as well. Like you think about all the people who commute in their car, they all listen to radio. Yeah, well, I didn't know. Ah, but now we have to have the AM versus MF, FM conversation because AM radio is way more popular and have way bigger personalities now. Is it really? Dude, oh, radio yeah. still fucking receive AM use, over there. The uh, AM and FM, I don't even think are used over here anymore. Really interesting. Other yeah, AM like, radio is like where you'll find like welcome uh, to Canada. Rush Limbaugh, I want to say, is on oh, AM. Right, yeah. Well, he's dead. Well, okay, <laughs> formerly Rush Limbaugh, yeah. but like. Those personalities you'll find over there. Yeah. I think in the UK we only I, I want to say that the sports, the like just the rolling sports channel the BBC do, Five Live, is AM radio, I think. Cause because then you can like listen to it in the park or something, right? Yeah. Um, and I think that's still AM and almost everything else is FM if it's anything, like it has been for decades. And the most of that became DAB digital only, like a few years ago from memory. The only other one that's we have long wave. So uh I want to say one nine eight long wave is the BBC World Service, but that's everywhere. So mm. um and that's more of a propaganda exercise. Although the news is very good, to be fair, because they actually, you know, we still have regular we still have AM and FM. But well, F- I, FM all like automatically puts the digital, you know, but but we it's still it's still there, yeah. right? So you can bounce between those. Yeah, I thought AM was just used because it doesn't send as great of signal and so like talking translates over better than like music right something like that yeah yeah it's, it's a narrow it, bandwidth it, and it, it yeah it's it's easy to broadcast it further um or right. be it potentially more patchily so um yeah like fm is obviously can be a little bit patchy if you're like out in the middle of nowhere in the hills whereas like everybody's got to listen to the the rugby or the cricket or whatever and usually in somewhere a bit random like i say in a park or a field or something so uh, on the one sunny day of the year, so I, I always figure that's why Five Live was um, was AM. But somebody can correct me on that. And a lot of large stuff here has moved to satellite here, so it's all like Sirius XM now. Which I'm not sure. Which I think is global now. Is that global or is that yeah, the only I think thing so? Or, it is right. It's like a subscription thing, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, but like Howard looked at that. Driving around with his satellite dish on that car. No, it's like a, it's like a. Well, number one, it, it's like a small little radio, and it's not like a big dish or anything like that. And then also, they obviously they they broadcast it over IP, so you can get it from anything. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I just have to say something here. Uh, Badger bites is bitching about a T-shirt from King Nerds that he's received and saying that the Artifact Staking T-shirts are much better. And I just have to say that, no yes, <laughs> the Artifact T-shirts are much better. But B... In my defense. <laughs> these, these fucking King Nerds shirts were not for distribution, so shut the fuck up. They, they were fucked, and that's why we didn't give them out at any conference because the printer fucked them up and the shit shirts. So... You know, so as another funny thing that happened at SmartCon, based purely on having done fintech conference Aptos thing, Cosmoverse in the past, Gateway, I was like, ah, t-shirts, give them away like easy peasy, forget about it. Took a bunch of our t-shirts, which are fucking really good. Um, Carried them again across Europe in my rucksack, got to the other end. Wasn't it kind of like, yeah, it was super weird. Like, different crowd. if you weren't like a headline sponsor, they got fucked. Yeah. They just, they literally, they saw you doing anything. They would just grab it and throw it in the bin. They had like security guys. Well, uh, we got, we got there, we got there Saturday morning and Saturday afternoon. There was like a hackathon thing there. So we went to this hotel. There's a big hackathon thing. There's a, there's a ton of chain link stuff, like stickers and stuff laying around. So I had, I had some Rhino stickers. I had, I had game and node stickers. I had a feeling that it wasn't really the vibe to put those things down. Alex is like, fuck it takes a bunch of these stickers out, puts them yep. on all these different tables. Like literally went from yep, table, some to table to table, around the merch around put them all down. We walk around, we grab a drink, come back. Some dudes just sit there swiping them up. Yeah, <laughs> Go from just, table to table. Swiping them straight into the bin. So like, carrying them over. Bam. So, like security so, guard guys. And so then, then Alex goes Artifact to them. Go, did the same thing as well. And yeah, they were like getting up. rid of their stuff. And Artifact were sponsoring. So yeah. And then, and then, um, then Alex goes to the guy. He's like, I have a t-shirt too, if you want it. And the guy's like, no. <laughs> He's like, oh, like, wait, ah, oh, not, you're not a fan. Because well, I saw the guy, there was the one guy that I, I actually spoke to. I was home, picking up like a couple of stickers and I was like, two stickers? Eh, maybe he just likes it. But then I was like, no, 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 no. he's going to go throw it in the bin. No. He's yeah. just, he, he doesn't look like a security guy, but that's yeah. also a security guy. Hey, I'm, I so, had my hand, I was just sticking them back in my pocket. I was like, okay, these all hold the thumb Yeah, <laughs> Yeah, Usurp is just like, ah, okay, I guess I brought maybe these stickers tomorrow. with me for nothing. I'm like, yeah. ah, I guess I, br- I guess I carried t-shirts across Europe for nothing. <laughs> Uh, so came. I think took fifteen T-shirts with me. Came back with like eleven. It was just like ah, to carry them all the way back across France. I did the same with those hats. I brought a bunch of hats. I didn't give away one. Did you, did you give away any in the end? No, I had a bunch. I was looking for specific people, and then by the time I really got them picked, like in a spot, there is. I hate giving people shit to hold in like really bad situations. Like if we're if we're like you're on a show floor or something, there's an expectation of it. But if you're like at, if it's like an after party. Or you're somewhere where you're out. Like, I don't want to saddle somebody with some fucking yeah, thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's 9 p.m. and I got to carry this goddamn thing around. So, I you know what's funny is I got back to, I got stuck in London on the way, uh, on the way through um, and had to stay a night because there are big train strikes in the UK. And I stuck around in London for a day and did some work stuff. And then on, the, on that day, I then had a thing where I needed, it ended up that I needed to give somebody like a business card and some stickers or something like that um more than one person actually and they were first of all all my business cards apparently evaporated at some point during that trip don't know where they went and i was just like yeah i think i've got a business card none on me i was like they're in the top of my rucksack they must have fallen out 
the Airbnb at the conference center. I'd oh, really? really gone. And I was just like, uh, uh, and I, cause and I, did, I hadn't re enabled Telegram or anything. I couldn't do the QR code. I was like, um, uh, 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 uh I was like, give you a sticker. And then I remembered the stickers were right at the bottom of a hiking rucksack. And this guy, these, these guys are just stood there just like, could you, and in the end, I literally wrote down our company name and our company phone number on a piece of on a piece of my notebook. Ripped it off like I was giving some girl my number and being like, "Call me." You know, cool. when you're smooth and sixteen, and it cool. definitely fucking never works for you, does it? It it, it just yeah, ends give, up. Give me your palm. It's gonna. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. It's like she's like, no, actually, <laughs> you're right. My website. Oh, my hand's really sweaty. Like you, you won't be able to get a number on it. Don't worry about it. And you're like, damn, damn. It always works in the movies, but it turns out you have to be attractive to do it. No, anyway. So, um, so yeah, it was uh, and 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 surprise. Yeah, as luck would have it, surprise, surprise, that potential client has not called. So hold on. Disgusting. There's a strike, a railway strike happening in the UK. And then you were like, you will absolutely not fly from Manchester. You must take the train. What if, what if there was a strike on, <laughs> on that route or it's like specific routes that are being having strikes? Yeah, well, the whole of the UK. So even I think the tubes in London weren't running. Um, so it was really expensive. We came, uh, I came into uh, like St. Pancras and it was really, really expensive. All the hotels within like two miles walking distance of that. And then you could get a five-star hotel across London for like the price of a, a fucking travel lodge because no, everybody who was arriving in the city was like, oh. it was so, it was, it was, it was super weird. Um, but uh, yeah, anyway, but obviously, yeah, you're not going to, there's no, there's literally no fucking point flying, especially not if you're getting back at like 10 o'clock at night. Um, you know, that's perfectly reasonable to just grab a train and then arrive home. Uh, I guess I would have arrived at the nearest station about the problem is when you, after 10 they run a bit slower so it, it, what should take a couple of hours takes three hours so i would have arrived near a station about one and then gone and probably grabbed my bike from the lock up yeah i'd have been home about two in the morning it would have been a late night but i could have got home that day and in the end i didn't so whatever man whatever man. anyway and and spectacularly failed to give a potential client any kind of identifying business details so yeah, yeah great trip smashing trip killed it networking people who are wondering why we can't get our shit together and make a t-shirt yeah <laughs> our marketing is is the same level for the podcast and for the businesses that's the the honest truth there we go um if it was just building a website would be would be golden we're nerds but um racking up some servers or something anyway um yeah so smart con that's a good week other than that other that was than getting pickpocketed and not really being very good at networking, apparently, post-COVID, which I swear I used to be good at, but I've lost the knack of. Um, it was interesting. It's really, it also really interesting to hang out in a space where you're like, uh, you know, usurper, you guys are very involved in that space. But for us, it was more of like, uh, yeah, just kind of interesting to see another ecosystem, how they're operating right. and what, what kind of stuff they're exploring. I mean, I guess right. they're very, very serious about the TradFi and all that kind of stuff, right? Yeah, CCIP is like their future, right? The bridge structure. Yeah, yeah. They're work they're really working the bank angle and they're working with Swift and they're working with the what's the what's the Australian New Zealand banking consortium? No, I forget what the heck thing's called. A A Z. Yeah. So they A Z was there? I they, know that good. Uh I don't I would assume that they're there. They they signed some big ass deal with them and they're now on that CCIP stuff. So yeah, there, there was, was a lot of uh, the VIP thing, I think. He was from A and Z. Yeah. I think yeah, ANZ are doing like a um like a stablecoin thing. 
in Australia. Oh, are they? A CB, so, yeah. Well, not a CBDC. I think they're doing their own thing. But, um, I mean, fuck knows if our government's even doing a CBDC. They're a little bit archaic over here in that respect. But the banks, like, lead the way over here for everything. They've Like, we, we a couple of years ago, they came up with this OSCO system where you get instant transfers between banks now. They used to take, like, fucking days before. And, uh, yeah, man, they, they sort of, like, lead everything. So it wouldn't surprise me if, like, Australia's bank coin mm-hmm. thing is from ANZ. I was talking to the dude at um, – it was a Blockchain Australia conference like a little while ago. Yeah. And uh, had a yarn to him there. And, um, yeah, man, they're, they're pretty into it. So I, I guess they're probably going to come up with something soon enough. Yeah, I think it's um, – there's a lot of talk about it, like just the tokenization of those assets and trying to find ways to yada, 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 right? So, yeah, exactly. So It's fucking uh, weird how everyone knows everyone in this industry as well because yeah. like that guy was talking to another girl who um, – so I went over to talk to this girl because she was a speaker and she had she spoke about some stuff I wanted to like pick a brain on. And then um, – so I got talking to her and she was actually – she knew Jake um, Hartnell. Really? <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay, and knew all about Dada. And we're actually talking to the ANZ guy about Dowdow. So that's cool. Chill it. Yeah. That, well, that, I think what I found out from that conference, I mean, obviously there's a lot going on in that space and in this traditional finance kind of trying to find ways to use this tokenization and some sort of structure and yada. Um, and they're all trying to figure out like where the money is, right? Number one. And they're, they really want, they want traditional finance kind of security controls and, methods of transfer like they're not going to use consumer-based systems like they're just not going to do it like they're not using wormhole and shit so they 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 want those types of structures and so that was a big topic of conversation and then i think what's interesting is like these the individuals that show up which alex or which frame might have met a few of them as well is like you have a lot of um bank individuals who are x web 3 individuals who now have roles in that space in traditional finance right and not to be vulgar but the stones on these people (laughs) it's like it's like they are walking up like eight feet above everyone else in the room just like when you talk to them like the egos and like like all it is is like traditional finance people talking down to technologists and like it, it is it is so incredibly obvious that even if you start e- opening a conversation, like I had a couple of conversations with, with individuals and like they would do a small intro and, and it was very short, which is fine. I give a very short intro and ask what they're doing. And then they would instantly like talk to me, but they would be looking across the room over there and just like talking over there. And like, it was like that type of thing. Like there was a lot of that. And even on stage and some of those types of situations, but like, it's a, it, like, it's an incredible amount of, um, it's a weird thing. You can tell like they're entering in a new area and they are probably one of a small group of people within a, a very large traditional finance organization who understands this stuff. And so therefore that just keeps pumping it up like crazy. And they know they're gatekeepers in some sort of sense, even though I don't think they know what they're gatekeepers for. And so it's a, anyway, it's fun to be able to have those type of conversations. The with money, those individuals. Man. The money, the gatekeepers yeah. for the money. <laughs> well, they are. And I also give them, I also give them a bit of, bit of shit too, because you can ask like what they did in their past and you're like, oh, that failed, didn't it? No, that didn't make it, did it? Oh, I, <laughs> I heard about that. that. I, I read, I read about that thing blowing up on Coinbase, yeah, like that type of stuff. And then, like, it kind of comes down. A there minute, were, and there like, were quite a few of those, weren't there? Where, <laughs> yeah, where somebody'd yeah. be like, "Oh yeah, we were really involved in uh, in this project." Yeah, like that and blew somebody, up, didn't and it? then it would be like, "Is that still going?" And it's like, <laughs> oh, "Oh yeah, I mean, it's still it's still making blocks." And you're like, 
no, but is it is it above one dollar? Weren't you caught in the bathroom giving SBF a hand job? <laughs> there was there was wow. one specific conversation that somebody was so cocky about a specific project, and I know everything about that one. And I was like, that didn't make it right. And he's like, no. <laughs> but now I'm in charge of you know. Blah, 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 blah. Okay, cool. And I worked at IBM. Great. There were I I do I I I was like there were two conversations yeah. that I came in came in on the end of with like a, you know where I don't know if it's like the Simpsons when he comes in with a drink and then immediately he just in one smooth moment he turns and then goes back the way he came. Oh, uh, grandpa when Grandpa walks in the strip club. Yeah, there was there was like when Bart's walking the door where I like came in the edge of a conversation and then got a whiff of it. We just like do. Oh man! Straight off to to I was like, oh, that is the artifact guys. I'll just. Ben Davis says Juno validator is giving people shit for price action of tokens. Yes, we're dragging the world down with us. Yeah, just to make a hundred percent clear and what's happening here. Pure spite. It's pure spite. Pure spite. <laughs> yeah, we just we're just one of us. Fucking haters. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, right. We're just bitter haters. That's what we are. Uh, um, I know you work at a bank now, but uh, pull you back down in this. <laughs> Look, your, I mean, your last yeah, project was the, a the, shit the, token, you know right? the most fun thing was when you know people like ask what you do and you're like, oh, um, yeah, well, we're we're like a we're like a small team, we're a validator company, and they're like, what's a validator? And you're like. We're the ones fucking toiling in the block mines. Why you guys on the fucking penthouse are swilling champagne, yeah? We're yeah. the real heroes yeah. of the story, validators, obviously. Everybody knows we're the real heroes, yeah? We're, we're, we're just out the coal face every day making blocks. It's a, it's a real tough gig. And they're just like, but what do validators actually do? And you're like, uh, uh, I don't know. Actually. Did they just tell you about the cold face, motherfucker? <laughs> I make sure my number keeps going up. Yeah, I was like, look, look. I have a very streamlined Emacs configuration. Number one, that needs a lot of gardening. That's like forty percent of my week, right? The other twenty percent of my week is optimizing that one script that fucking freaks the shit out if number doesn't go up. Monitoring, yeah. monitoring, monitoring two number. years adding monitoring causes to that bash script, and the remaining percentage is just shuffling those scripts back and forth to the bank vault. <laughs> the rest of it is just SCP. Keep everything just SCP. Keep everything. This from here to here to here to here to bring up a new box. Then to here to here. Jake's Jake says validators are the real heroes. <laughs> should be a T-shirt. I I think that the T-shirt should be validators are the real mvp but that mvp also is minimum viable product <laughs> i don't know i would just wear Laughing i would just, well, I really well, wear a t-shirt that says validates the real heroes to if somebody makes that t in fact i will make that t-shirt <laughs> i after this podcast i'm, I'm gonna go make that t-shirt this might be the <laughs> 70 or 75th time you've said you're gonna make a t-shirt so at least and then I'm, you show I'm, something off that looks great, and I'm like, "Yeah, I'd buy it." And you're like, "Okay, anyway, I'm done." <laughs> Starting right now. I thought he was just getting out his scrapbook. <clears throat> he's, he's getting out, making some oil, some oil colors. Let me show you my scrapbook of designs. Yeah, <sighs> I write these on the train. Where's my phone? What are we doing, man? Let's. Uh, I'm going to close this this coin good, gecko page and. Do you want uh, to do some good news? Review the good news. So I did get a DM last night from um, our man, and it simply we... said, quiet week. 
Did we? <laughs> did we? Uh, did we pay our man? Well, I mean, I put up the proposal two weeks ago. So, did we pay him? I don't know. I executed it when I got back. You what? Did anyone execute it? Or yeah, yeah, it's done. You're okay, not a good. DAO unless you're instead of using the DAO, you are communicating on signal or telegram with the other DAO members begging them to sign okay that is a sign <laughs> that's true. let me tell you this ain't my first true. DAO, and that is exactly how all functional DAOs work is, is this, guys, um, this yeah. proposal is going to actually run out in about 12 hours and we're gonna really bad if people don't get paid um so can we please get signed every DAO i've ever been in ignore like, yeah yeah man i'm away from my ledger i'll do it when i get back to my ledger i was away from my ledger <laughs> Why the fuck do you have a ledger on a pig It's a good thing my ledger was in my left pocket, with me. not my right pocket. Let's just say that. I didn't bring that one with me, sitting here. Because I knew it was going to get Why would you have it on a ledger? Uh, that's a good question. It doesn't really need to be. No, no, it doesn't. It doesn't need to be. Don't judge me. And then me if on it wasn't on a structures. ledger, you could... Look, let's, let's, let's rotate those keys, boys. Let's get them on a hot <laughs> wallet on your phone with no fucking face ID. Let's, let's do it. Are you working um, actually, on a t-shirt? I'm wondering... I'm wondering what loot um, Dr. Frey's uh, pickpocket got, whether it's whether he's ended up with some turd Android phone or like, you know, the no, it was, it was a it was, Apple device. No, it was an Android phone. Oh, it was an Android It was definitely an Android phone. Yep. 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 Pricey one too. <laughs> Samsung. Re- yep. Replaced with another pricey one. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Did he, uh, did he walk into the store in his he did Gucci the next morning? Yep. And uh, walk up to the counter and just said, you know, I'll take that one. It points to the top shelf. He demand- I want that one. <laughs> he demanded it one. instantly. I want that one. I want that one. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's do some good news. Yeah. Go, go. Hit I don't it, even so. have it open. I even, dude, I haven't looked at any of this stuff. Go ahead. All right. Okay. Item number one. Uh, <laughs> Caroline, unsurprisingly, throws Sam under the bus after being under him for years at FTX, stating in court, she was only doing what she was told, and her boss, because they were sleeping together, or by her boss, because they were sleeping. So that sounds like, uh, what's the fat man in in, uh, in movies? Trump? That sounds like that scenario. <laughs> <laughs> the fat man in movies? Yeah, you know, the the gatekeeper for the mo- for the movies, for the actresses. Oh, 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 oh. Feinstein? Heinst- he- uh, uh, yeah, Weinstein. Feinstein. Weinstein, thank you. That's Wein- the one. Weinstein. Yeah, he's like, you You give me a wristy That's and right. I'll get you in the movies, baby. Yeah, the casting couch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, so a bit of that. I mean, that's expected, I suppose. I Wasn't she already, like, rolling over? I don't know, but, but like, once once that jail time is out there and they start, they start stacking up fucking, you know, vanilla envelopes in front of you of evidence and you're sitting at the table and blah 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 and you start really it's all funny like you're you're on per you know, this, whatever okay design like, crit should this be in regular or bold it should be done later so <laughs> what, what would you do like if i was if i was there in the room with the guy you know with the with the glasses where's this going are we going back to the casting couch <laughs> number one we i mean I'd, I'd probably roll over as well i'd be like eh, didn't like surf anyway so yeah if it was illegal and if you're in that situation i think in that situation like i mean it's when, when like i said like when they're stacking those manila envelopes in front of you, you're seeing the evidence and all this happened and it's and you're not like you're not waiting for trial like you're getting close and you're actually in that situation 
and you realize at the end of this, they're going to put the cuffs on you and you're going away. That's when the reality hits. And that's when you start, you start, all your friends are gone. It is 100% self-survival. So 100%. it's not really surprising. I, I mean, well, I'm, 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 like a, I'm too pretty ahead. for jail. I'm, I'll snitch. <laughs> this, well, it, it becomes it's a prisoner dilemma, right? 24% like, body fat. So <laughs> I'm far too pretty for jail. This is, this is, can I just say <laughs> that like I'm, at the moment, I'm basically just listening, right? And it is really noticeable how much more evolved for short seats because it's like, there's like essentially like, Shout, prison shower chat going on over yonder and then in the background i just hear shorts who say like, like wait, wait, wait. actually the prisoners still and then just gets cut off and then it's just more shower chat i'm like ah that's what the podcast sounds like uh, lucky we don't have to listen to it right wow <laughs> what is the prisoner's sorry, dilemma sorry i don't think i know what that is prisoner mm-hmm. dilemma is like if everyone together works like works together then everyone would be like Everything would, be, oh, everything would be better yeah. off, right? Instead, yeah. she's like, well, she can assume that someone else is going to snitch, so she might as oh, well yeah, snitch yeah. first and already get ahead of it. Yeah. That's like in the wire. Like, you, somebody walks back with a, with a bag of McDonald's and they're like, what? What the fuck? You snitching? Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly. Like, what the hell? So, the fun thing about the prison is so the prisoner's dilemma is one of the foundational questions. I need. It's obviously like an old philosophical, philosophical thing, but it's one of the foundational ones in, in game theory. And when you play it, you should always betray the person right the the the, i'm pretty certain that's right right the dominant strategy is to always betray because you have to assume they betrayed you and if you betray like the outcome for you not betraying them is that you get totally fucked that's the worst case scenario which is also the worst case scenario if you both betray each other so you always want to betray them on the off chance that you then walk right it's the dominant strategy however if you play the prisoner's dilemma more than once um the dominant strategy is to copy whatever the person did the last time and the so well, no there's no the dominant strategy is actually to always i think it's actually to always always do the honest thing and try and collaborate but the second most dominant one is to just copy what the other person did so um that and that is uh foundational to how um BitTorrent worked really yeah, so the, the the problem is, right, that file sharing worked really, really badly when it was peer-to-peer because no peers would actually gossip the fucking file. Whereas yeah, we had no seeders. Re- <laughs> yeah, whereas if you play repeated prisoner's dilemma, um, one of the dominant modes of actually achieving an outcome is to... Um, somebody's going to have to go and like fucking Wikipedia this for me because it's been a while since I um, watched the lectures on this one, um, on the, the courseware for it. Um, but yeah, the design of the protocol is such that it's it's basically inspired by the repeated pr- prisoner's dilemma to seed the file first to ensure like a, essentially a maximal out, a dominant outcome for the file being max, maximally available to all requesting peers, which then also have to they offer to seed it before they start taking additional blocks, um, uh, additional chunks of the of the file. So. There you go. Fun fact about the prison's dilemma, which needs a little bit of filling in, but I think viewers of this podcast, listeners of this podcast, and viewers of the stream will know that you have to you get introduced to a topic and then you have to do your own research, just like with the not financial advice we give. It feels like it's been quite a while since we've talked about taxes, actually. Speaking of going to jail. 
I just put a uh, I just put a very rough cut of a t-shirt of, of literally just Helvetica on a back background that I would absolutely wear with Valdez t-shirt. So chat chat. Was that the one uh, that you posted into the uh, Discord? Yeah, I think it's too wide, man. You need to like uh, you know stack those words or something. Too wide. <laughs> wide. wide. Too wide. Too wide. Wide. Where would you line break it? Every single word. <laughs> Second half in the back. Oh, no, you should do it like it's a definition, like validators, and then have like the broken out mm-hmm. statement the, and then Schultz, are the real. Yeah. He's <laughs> right, actually. If you make the word validators much, it like a little bit bigger on the line above, it looks better. No, validators are colon and then the. Yeah, the exactly. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. We got to look at a dictionary, man. Do it like that. <laughs> or a, what is it? This. this uh, Dictionary? No, what's the encyclopedia? No, yeah, dictionary. Yeah. What's uh what else we got in the news here, boys? It's we can't just sit here and watch the fray toil on his laptop. <laughs> Go ahead, we got next one. Uh wow, okay. So I mean this this is quite obviously a pretty slow news week. Uh so neutron listed no, on binary noun, right? Jesus, I'm tired. Help me, Chelsea. <laughs> Help me, so. everyone. I'm pretty sure it's a noun. Yeah, it's a thing. Yeah, it's a noun. It's yeah. got to be a noun, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. later. Okay, right. Thank you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's going to be shit. I can already tell. Yeah. yeah he's fucking with it too much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, glad, I'm glad we're working hard on this to never release it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, Neutron lists on Binance. Uh, causes a 40% pump across Adam and Osmo. I didn't notice. Uh, as people fi- uh, attempt to figure out how to trade it, Soy, presumably Soy2 Studio, shows OSL. Presumably, I have no idea what that is. Uh, uh, Os- Osmosis Support League, maybe? I think it's Osmosis Support League. Okay. Osmosis Support League. How to single-handedly do all 20 of their jobs as one person. And Osmosis fails to process swaps and IBC transactions for 40 minutes due to bots spamming the network. Labs, Rama says. Labs, that makes more sense. Yeah. Osmosis well, labs. Yeah, League sounds. I like was close. <laughs> league sounds more. <laughs> Sound very gamer. Like. <laughs> it does. It does. <laughs> We're just out here gaming, man. Uh, any thoughts on that? I mean, I, did anyone notice that pump? I. <sighs> No, number go down only as far as I've seen for the last <laughs> year and a half. Yeah. Missed nope. that pump. Probably has like a, maybe uh, it coincided with a temporary, like you know, ETH pump or something, which sort of brings the whole market. So maybe I missed it. Uh, certainly in the last 24 hours, there has been no pumping, it is down only, baby. And uh, anyone know why that is? Has there been like any market news? I've been basically living in a box. It is October. October typically has um, like the worst month. If, if things are going to go wrong, it happens in October. I'm not really sure why that is, um, but I want to say the 2000, like the dot-com bubble happened in October. The Great Recession started in October. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know why, but that's what happens. Yeah, I think, well, right. I can, when, when number go up would be what my question is, because, man, we need that. All right, moving on. Um <laughs> NFTs. Someone launched the perfect collection for Cosmos, embodying the Cosmos developer-focused spirit and vision. The they oh they launched 
the Cosmos Canonical Collection with the NFT sticker or ticker, uh, dollar sign Cosmos. Lol, it's a free <laughs> mint for 24 hours. <laughs> if he is stuck yeah, in the last month, 4,000 wallets. Oh, uh, yes. Um, anyone use can you think of an adjective with an, can you think of an adjective with a, an s that finishes the the word? What? I can think of a really fucking inappropriate time to start doing design. What is this like Mad Libs? Uh, so I'm trying to work out. Chelsea said, "Do it like a dictionary definition." I'm trying to work out animal. the pronunciation. Um, I don't know the name of the thing, you know, when it says the pronunciation, but it has it in that, you know, in angle brackets and like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to work out what that would be for validators, but I'm just Uh... looking for examples of words that end with an S to double check how that's normally done with a preceding vowel. What? And if you're going, yes, this is how deeply he gets into a thing very quickly. You would be, you'd be right. We are in a rabbit hole here. I'm gonna put my bet, my buddy. Are you are you ADHD? <laughs> I mean, his line of questioning <laughs> suits his turtleneck. So, what, or just <laughs> or just tonight, or just tonight. Um, what no, about the word yes? I, Could you look up the word yes? Because the S is a soft S there, right? So that should work. Yes. Dang it! He's put his thing down, and I'm like, all right, hold on. I'll put let you go a little further down at all. <laughs> Do you want validate? I, mean, I want to be validators. You want validator, right? Er, well, because it's validators, the real heroes, right? That kind of thing. Oh, uh, here I, doesn't I, it wasn't it validators are the real heroes? Yeah, validators are the real heroes. It wouldn't be validator is the real hero. <laughs> here, <laughs> so you just here. grammatically. Damn it, why am I doing out. this? Why am I doing this? You know, right. we haven't had the drill tweet of the week in three weeks. You're just trying to. You're He's trying too to busy. derail this. Derail this train. I like it. <laughs> so the last item of news uh from rama is uh that it was a quiet week uh and i don't know he says i heard null has a special announcement for us though i have no idea what that is that shirt um yeah <clears throat> i mean i did look at this, this... shirt those shirts were not meant for public distribution i mean they were initially until i saw <laughs> them and decided <laughs> that they were an absolute piece of shit i have and one then, huh i have one i socked it away I'm going to pull it out you, 20 years from now. Did you like take that and uh, use it for oil rags or something? No, you gave it to me. I, I cherish it. No, no. I did look at this this Clowns 9000 thing. I I get it, and I understand why it says Cosmos Canonical Collection. I, I thought for some reason when when Rama wrote that, I thought it was somehow relating to like either projects or founders or individuals in the Cosmos. Like I thought it was like then painting them as clowns. But that's not what this is. That's why I, I thought it was much harsher than what this is. I think at least I, at least it doesn't look that to me to be that way. Um, but and did I, inspect I, I did inspect that. Well, actually, it just opened up a little bit ago because it wasn't that private mint. And I have used. I don't know why I couldn't actually mint that because I have used. I have used Stargaze in the last two months because I've been buying these fucking. <laughs> I've been buying these. Uh, uh, what do you call them? The uh, the little scary things. What the hell are those things called? Little um, scary things. Yeah, yeah. I love the nightmares. I love this collection. I think it's fucking cool as hell. I've been buying them like I've been. I have like three so far. I've been picking them up as I as I come along. I think it, it's just a really unique and cool collection that is like in my eyes way better than Beckett's, but whatever. 
Um, they're, Ooh, they're just I really, really interesting. These. And if yeah. you actually, if you zoom out and you like, you get a bunch in one page and you really make them large, they're really vibrant and they're very different. Like they're really cool. Like I really dig them. I, and, yeah. Uh, I enjoy so I've, been, I've been buying a few of these just because they're fucking cool. <laughs> so, but may, but this is only recent. It's only the last few days. So they must've taken some sort of snapshot before this. Um, anyway, hey, so I, I, I did, was not, I was not in the cosmos or in the, the clown thing in which I was like, Oh, what the fuck? Um, cause I did see that was in the last, whatever it was last, it was like 4,000, 4,000 people use stargaze in the last 30 days, which I actually thought was really low. Um, cause I do, I don't, what we don't have, the stargaze team might have it. I, I don't have access to it, but, um, I do see how many like unique, uh, IPs and like, and, um, we do a little fingerprinting on actually I don't want to do fingerprinting API. Like Clawford is a little, a little fingerprinting on the, with the cookie on the API, um, to be able to cap to category uniques, but I can only see like number of uniques over like seven, 14, 30 days. And the unique number for those users is more than 4,000, but it could be like the number of unique wallets, um, that have maybe interacted must be purchases. I would assume maybe, um, or maybe sales or something. I don't know what that means. So I can see maybe there's a lot more people browsing than actually buying, which makes a lot of sense. Uh, but I thought 4,000, 4,000 individuals interacting in Stargaze over the last 30 days was really low. I, was, I thought it was way, I thought it, my eyes, I thought that would be a way higher number, like four or five X times that. But anyway, anyway, so yeah. So anyway, I'm back on Stargaze by nightmares. There, there are some, they're fun, right? There are some random shits in, in, in uh, Stargaze lately. Yeah. The, uh, yeah. Was it muscle mummies? I don't even know what the hell that, that sounds <laughs> awful though. It's just a picture of like, oh, oh yeah. Ripped chicks. <laughs> It's like <laughs> it's like somebody's so googled ripped chicks and made a collection. <laughs> exactly. Four hundred. Oh man, it's uh... yeah. There's some random shit in there. So sure. I've I've posted the t-shirt in the in the group chat. Um, on the Stargaze front, I yeah. I noticed as well that there is a prop up for permissionless um upload. Yes, on Stargaze. There is. But that's that's not it's not permissionless permissionless, is it? It's controlled by a multisig. I think it's permissionless, permissionless, isn't it? Is it permissionless, permissionless? Did I read that shit wrong? I think they're they're proposing permissionless, permissionless wasm. Who's proposing permissionless, permissionless? Uh, I think it's gelato. Fucking gelato, is it? If is I remember it correctly, gelato. Oh, fellas, the 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 fucking. It's full permissionless. Let me just double check on the gelato thing. I'm pretty sure that is the case. I think it was actually just rejected. That feels wrong. Oh, okay, it was rejected. Okay, <clears throat> it got rejected. Oh, so this feels wrong. Why would it? Okay. Yeah, well, I think their goal. Um, uh, let me go back. It is Gelato who did who did who did propose it. Uh, I, I, you know, from my perspective, uh, you know, they're I, they're. I thought the arguments are a little bit weak. Um, and I know that I heard that Shane says something in this in this thread. I'll put the thread in the in the show notes um, about the idea that there was that Skip was working on some sort of uh, fast lane or some sort of structure to make a. Uh, some some sort of way to allow um, the permissionless execution of certain types of contracts, maybe, or something similar to that. Uh, I didn't really understand it that much, but but um, like there was a middle ground here of some sort of say. And um, and anyway, I I I, just, I didn't really think that the benefits here were that that strong. I understand the idea of that it's expensive to put a proposal in, but okay, yeah. But we're but we're talking about contracts here, so I I think to be able to pay to put something on chain like a contract does make sense to me. And, um, and I, I, I kind of like it being permissioned, honestly, I, you know, kind of keep some of the, some of the shit out and full permissionless. I think then you open up the world to anything. 
right? I actually like Stargaze remaining um, kind of, I feel like it's one of the few bastions, quote unquote, of the app chain still remaining, right? Yeah. Like you go to Stargaze for Stargaze. Um, I, I'm not opposed to like Gelato being on there or whatever, but I think it, I think it's 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 a case study for it. And making it fully permissionless, I think, kind of removes that. Yeah. Yeah. And so I think, um, yeah. Anyway, so we, I voted no on it. And I, you know, again, I, I hate fucking Cosmos governance. I, go, I always tell folks to vote their own shares, please. Um, but, uh, but anyway, that was my, that was my kind of opinion on it. It seems like it went that way. So, um, and there might be some other options for other types of components that, that could happen. Um, and so, and skip the skip thing was called uh, skips block SDK. I don't know. Skip about building a permissionless lane for Stargaze that reverts Cosmosm transactions that can can cause non-determinism. That's what it's called. So, Frey, you might know what the hell that means. Um, but anyway, so yeah. But this yeah, guy, so there, there got, were a few yeah. other things, and I think um, there's an interesting there's an interesting discussion on the thread, right? So, um, Triggs ha- has the we'll put the thread in the show notes. There's a, a a good um, kind of rebuttal or, or set of questions that are raised there, um, and the um, uh, Jay also uh, Jorge responds as well and says that and points out that there's a few interesting things about the way that Stargaze does things and you know random minting of NFTs and whatnot is obviously a bit of a I don't say a hot button issue but it's an issue right. Um, and there are a bunch of different approaches you can take when you control what can be uploaded, right? Because if you know that only code your team uploads needs to rely on another piece of code, you can make assumptions about the level of randomness you need, for example, or um, whether or not some other project could use that in such a way that it would either cause an exploit in your own code or more likely uh, be used to deceive a user as more of a social attack vector or, or any other of those things. Like I think a lot of it would probably a lot of the gaming would come in, uh, I guess in like NFT mints, uh, mints or whatever. Um, but uh, so Jorge raises a couple of, I have obviously not, I'm not going to summarize everything, but Jorge raises a couple of points where sort of says that there are, um there's there's some randomness here which which wouldn't work or could be gamed if other people were to upload stuff um and uh, there's some concerns around flash loans as well because um i mean if you upload flash loans you can do all sorts of funny stuff so um yeah i encourage people to read the thread there's some stuff in there that 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 is is well discussed by the team um and yeah there there's but the bigger problem, I think, is is I think what 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 maybe we've discussed about the strength of Stargaze in the past, which is that its its strength as a project is it's got quite a tight focus. It's got so people talk about you know like the 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 thing Terra got right, which is incubating specific projects with specific value that fitted into a vision, and that's the one thing that Stargaze are good at um, incubating, delivering right, and it makes the whole platform seem shittier if shitty projects launch there and gain attention like if if um if there were permissionless cosmosm right and fortis came back and launched on stargaze and rugged a bunch of people it would make the stargaze chain look shit 
when the focus of the Stargaze chain is the core, is, is still at the moment, the core projects that are mainly incubated by the foundation, essentially. Um, so I think the pro- for me, the product vision is like the biggest argument, besides that there are technical things and besides that the team themselves would actually have to implement this because it's not, it would, it's not just, this is, this is a text proposal because it can't just be done automatically. It requires a proper software update with a bunch of configuration changes and potentially some, you know, like, like I said, changes to contracts and, and, and some auditing, you know, it's not just a YOLO, um, type thing. There's a cost financial and time involved. Um, but yeah, it kind of seems to me if you were going to go permissionless on a chain that's already that got that tight a product roadmap, you'd want to do it after you had a much greater mass adoption to say, okay, we have this really tight, really good core of the project and of the product that the users understand and that they're into. And we want to kind of allow people to interact more freely with that community and to offer them additional services. And we think that the core brand of our app chain is now well enough established that if somebody does get a popular but dog shit project on here that makes that 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 ends up being shit um it won't make it won't sour people on the entire project or the the wider context of the project i guess that would be my uh two cents on that listen they all can't be rip checks you know so you're gonna have some dogs in there yeah right no did you you checked rip checks (laughs) i've minted five (laughs) <laughs> is that you sucking all those up? Am I competing against you? <laughs> I want them all. <laughs> Thirty Actually, stars those each. Those look pretty, uh, pretty crazy. I, I totally agree. Um, like devaluing the brand. Yeah, uh, I think so. Too. That's a good point. Uh, like we voted no. Like you know, it's a it's an NFT platform. It should just stick to being an NFT platform. Not there's there's enough other general purpose wasm stuff out there. I don't really want like junk filling the blocks with crap and then yeah. people wanting to get faster blocks because of their specific like bullshit application. Bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I think like the team and also like this stuff, like you go permissionless, you can break it with like zero day exploits and stuff like that. So it's a lot know, easier to get owned. Yeah. Um, 100%. Yeah. Like, it's you know, very, it's free for any old. There's, there's people who just, you know, are bored as shit and upload, you know, they'll, they'll just upload malicious contracts or stuff that uses a lot of, um, you know, compute and just spam it when the when the price is low and just stuff to, you know, get themselves off because they got nothing else to do. So, yeah, you know, it's just safer to have permissioned WASM and, you know, if there's a worthwhile project, I think it's got merit to pick and choose them. Like Agreed. ask the community, do you want this crap on our on our chain? Yes, okay. I mean, it's a completely different scenario to the open slather chains with permissionless wasm because that's what they're there for. They're you know there to be to do testing and there to get hammered. And a lot of the times they're sort of you know like Juno is a tip of the spear type network. They're constantly implementing new things, but they also you know put put effort into security and making sure that they're 100% on top of like wasm patches and they've got a you know in the sure, past but, they've, they've but strongly still got rug, the, the wasm team got, but also still got fucking rug twice like that that's mm-hmm. the thing like if you every permissionless cosm wasm chain that has any mind share and any value has been halted i think at this point so 
that's the thing. Somebody would come and grief stargaze exactly like you say. They'd be like, great, there's another thing that I can go and give a kicking if there's a wasm patch or something they haven't implemented. It just it, it just introduces a much a huge, huge security hole. Like I can't even emphasize how big the security hole you open is with cos with permissionless cosmosm. It's the difference between like you're essentially saying we will allow arbitrary code execution <laughs> on our platform. That's what you're saying when you say permissionless cosmosm. And you're trusting that you can A stay on top of updates and B that the the VM itself will maintain its integrity, which is you know is obviously untrue because that's not how software works there will always be bugs and it's also provably mathematically impossible to tell that's like at the core of all computer science that the that theorem although you can do a bunch of form checking blah 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 blah, but at a very deep level you you cannot know and nobody knows and if somebody says they know that they're lying unless it's haskell old old man shake fist at cloud i don't like that permissionless do you guys see that you can uh, that you can now uh, buy NFTs on Stargaze with Atom, Stars, USDC, or Osmo directly? That is pretty damn cool. Like from those other chains with ICS, or no? Like on the uh, in, in ICA? On I think it's using the skip structure, um, but I think it's but you can like you can buy. It. I don't know how it works. I think it skips the whole thing around. You can basically price them within usdc see what those are and buy them on usdc that's within your stargaze wallet it's pretty cool i mean we kind of yeah with the with the avalanche of users that have entered via snaps lucky we have all these innovations (laughs) Uh, it's early early (laughs) early Early. just wait for us um where's my early flag (laughs) (laughs) yeah two so, <laughs> uh, I can't put the get together the joke. I'm too tired. But the the punchline is too fucking early. It's too early. <laughs> it's too fucking early. Um, while they're standing I'll revive over it in six months. Yeah, while they're standing over Elvis's grave. Um, so yeah, we've uh, we like are we are we out of news? I think we're out of news, isn't it? We're out of news. That's that's the end of the 100% news. One hundred percent. We're flailing. We're flailing. That's the news. So uh, we've been scrabbling around uh, at our end here to fucking find servers this week, which has been fun. Yes, um, we all have, mostly. I'm not sure we can publicly talk about why, but a project that we're involved in um, has some internal testing, which needs very high-performance boxes. It turns out almost no vendors really have them, um, which has resulted in sort of sloping up to all these second tier vendors that were trying to you know get ingratiate you in their good books with like oh no we have things that the bigger people don't and just like kind of not banging down their door like the kool-aid guy being like yo you i need servers i need this spec i need them in a week or sooner what do you got and then just seeing yeah it's been it's been fun bare metal i this i fucking hell bare metal this is this is all the fun of bare metal isn't it I'd forgotten all this in my my AWS. Right, I, I got you back. I just I just sent a message in the in the groupie. You send a message to your groupie in the groupie. <laughs> yeah. I got you. Oh, the design <laughs> the design crit is continuing. Is it? <laughs> no, no, no. For your provider. So, um, I Which actually uh, 
Huh? For your your high spec machinery. Are we talking? Are we talking about OVH or are we talking about some other? No, provider? no, another provider. Another I don't provider. think. I don't think they might. So the yeah. Bring your checkbook, son. I mean, <laughs> that's basically we're all doing that. Well, unfortunately, unfortunately, this this little net that we're going to be running here uh, is really. I think what we've been defining is either the very largest spec that exists at GCP and AWS, which I don't even know what's backing some of those. I assume those are. I don't know if those are Ryzen or, or I mean, are Epic or, or just ridiculously large Intel boxes that don't exist somewhere else. Yeah. So basically, every every time a new chip comes out, they'll AWS will just rack up some, won't they? And then virtually, I, I would assume. I assume that's what that is, right? So yeah, that's what that's what all those little I's and P's and whatnots mean at the end of the things. So it's when they have a new generation, they just stick some additional letters on the end of the name yeah. to make it even more confusing. So you're like, yeah. oh yeah, I have a C eight CX. 16 ip freely 27 with sixty-four thousand diops and uh, and 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 yeah and i'll go directly to the poor house as soon as i've provisioned it because our bank will immediately freeze our account that's that's what we do so the excel please the excel not that yeah make it a 16 excel please (laughs) papa's checkbook needs to burn i'm I'm sure i've seen some 128 core servers around recently I don't remember where the, the epic Which, boys. So annoyingly, what these is this is that it's a it's a good mix of it needs to have a lot of parallelism, which is everybody's been saying forty eight to sixty four. Uh, I mean, they say cores, but they're talking threads. AWS cores, which really means threads, um, and and usually a pretty high clock speed, like over three gigahertz. So to get both of those in one box right now, the only option really is epic uh really rev four which means like the nine xxx type series and really within that there's only like two or three that actually make the grade and within those the number of those that are actually existing out there is bare metal servers that you can rent in an out in a monthly fashion is not it's not amazing i mean they're, they're out there now which like you know which more than they were six months ago but they're still they're not like everywhere you know so need to get some of those dual slot 7950x baby <laughs> I mean, 7950X does not, I mean, that's not true. I have two of them, one passed the benchmark and one did not. So, um, and also Jules it depends. Slot. Jules slot. I don't think that exists, but, but, um, oh, okay. it, it, it probably, it might do okay. I don't know. The two CPU thing is still a little bit out, out for discussion actually, because of the NUMA structure, but, um, but usually one, one fat, one fat bastard with a lot of RAM is, is working out better. And so it's, it's a, it's a real, it's, I mean, it's fine. Um, you know, going back to go, it's fine. And it, they're out there and they're expensive and you got to know what the hell you're looking for. And you, you, you know, and even like, even in terms of kernel selection and like how to set up the, I, I had to set up the BIOS and other types of things. Like there's a lot to this. Like, it's not just like you point and click. And, um, and that, that, that part's a bit annoying because when you, at, if you look back and you say, what are we doing this for? And like, what are we going to try to achieve? And we're going to achieve some sort of TPS number, which will be cool and it'll be great. Um, but I also want to again. Wasn't that the purpose of the last one? They're like, oh, we have to beat our numbers. They, yeah, a sorry, bit. Go ahead. Uh, I mean, we could both talk about it, but TPS, I think, is a byproduct of trying to find efficiency and scale. And so TPS becomes the yard measurement of that. And so if you, if you, you say like, oh yeah, it's gonna, we're going to get to this, some certain number of TPS number. Yes, that will be an end result of this work. But there's a, there's a ton of other benefits that come along with that, right? 
um, there's deficiencies at a, at a whole bunch of different levels. And they, they, you know, last time we, they ended up rewriting the whole consensus engine and they found like a whole bunch of other types of things to be able to grow. It. And like the, the whole direction changed. So it's, it's TPS is a, um, I think it is the, the thing that, uh, that measures, um, how much changes are going on or how much, uh, where to be able to change and then like how to find efficiencies and that efficiency finding finds other issues. And then it helps like build a much more stronger product. So, so to say it's just chasing TPS is not really fair. Cause I guess in, if you look at the end result, yes, we're all, we're all looking at TPS. Like it, it comes down to TPS, but behind the scenes, that's just, that's just the end product of a whole bunch of other shit. I think that will, that will change over time. It is fun to think about like how much money is just being fried through doing it though, right? Like through doing this, they're probably, oh, I would say a, a minimum of $250,000 is going to be spent over more. the two weeks. Absolutely way minimum, but way, way more. more. Way yeah, more. yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I was trying to give as low as I could within reason. Um, I yeah, mean, we're for, for I'm like sure, two or three weeks. I'm right? sure the three of us are being pretty frugal about it. I think some other teams are are probably... You know, if you're at AWS, you're probably, I mean, I mean, what do you spend five, six grand a month? I, I could, or more, right? Times, I can, times I, two I, or I three or four. Park. I, I've, I've got yeah. a pretty good idea of what that spec costs. And yeah, they're, they're not. not. And you need four of them. How, how much? You need two of them for the vowels. For the VFNs, you could probably get away. I but they're think, not going to do that. If they're going to just piss off into the wind that, oh, I'm just peon number eight, I'm just going to get the big spec they recommend, they're just going for the big spec. You're not so. going to, the, the VFNs don't need the same spec. Like, e- even if you're just going to YOLO the bank, you're not going to get VFNs with the same spec. I don't even think people get, I don't think anybody runs, unless you're like running much smaller boxes, I don't think anybody runs the same spec, v- VALs and VFNs, do they? That's what they recommend. Yeah. What? Yeah. I mean, they, that's that what they recommend. Four, but Four boxes with that spec. Are you kidding? No, that's what they recommend. Yeah, I, that, we're not because we, yeah. you know, they recommended that. Should, they recommended that last time too. But if we you're not careful either. about that, that could that could potentially burn burn forty thousand dollars, like ballpark. That's that's as far as I could tell the costing calculator on AWS for that. That's why. Th- that's why, to be fair, like when the stuff has come up and the answer has been like, well, you know, the the availability of the box isn't great, but worst case scenario, you know, there's always cloud providers. We are a very positive about cloud providers as a you know they have a place in this discussion even when bare metal is cheaper we've been there we've done that we've we whatever there is yeah do you know in their terraform are they are they specking the same box twice did they do that before when when you were running when you were running you you would have to you'd have to modify it yourself and and redeploy but it's all um i'm asking what their terraform is like does it does it does it automatically spec the the, same unless they've made a new Unless they've made a new Terraform config purely for PreviewNet, yeah, um, it will just have the mainnet config still in it, which is off the top of my head C6i16xl with sixty four thousand IOPS. But does that use the VFN as well? Because when you were it doing it before, the same validation VFN, yes, yeah. yeah. So that I'm that's what I'm, I'm curious on what what they're doing. Oh right, yeah, yeah. But you you would config you. That's just by default. You you would override both like a variable or something. Chart. Yeah. Uh, no, not in the Helm chart. In the, yeah, the, basically in the TF files, you would override both of those and you can do. So yeah. if you knew what you would do, oh, right. Yeah. Okay. You would have to know what to look, but yeah, but if you're using the Terraform, you will know Terraform. So you'll first. I'm really, I'm really curious on, on what they would recommend. Um, and if they are recommending the same thing twice or not. That's all. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, I, I guess I would, now I, I think about it, it would if it's set up exactly the same way as the main net. It if you don't override the default, it will run two of the same thing. Yeah, which would be one way of doing it. It would be a very expensive way of doing it. But yeah. given that the VFN is just a relayer anyway, if the VFN tips over, your validator continues working. It does. I, last I was saying before, last time we had, we're kind of spilling who this is, but last time um, we had, uh, they they pointed all of their, a lot of their traffic at our VFN, like their traffic generating transactions at our VFN, which I think, I don't know if they picked everybody or if they had like a, they probably picked 20 or 30 or people or whatever. Um, and so we had a ton of inbound on the VFN. And so the VFN was just basically consuming all that, and putting it on chain. So, so that thing was busy. Like it was busy, busy. Uh, where in the past, all it was doing was just following the chain. It was nothing was happening. So we were we were accepting those transactions, and so um, we didn't upgrade. We didn't have to upgrade anything. I don't remember, but I remember us. I remember being concerned because we kind of we spec'd it down like one would, and um, and next thing you know, like we have you know, it was like five thousand requests a second on the on the API. So um, yeah, it was a bit of a it was a bit of something. Right, but that was like what what were you running that time that was equivalent of like those are all uh shit what were we running last time i think it was a two, 70 288 or whatever they called <clears throat> no i ran a i ran some i ran some badass motherfucker back then it was a 7v13 yeah. i ran yeah. a 7v13 epic which was a which is a kind of middle of the road core but really high clock spec on that and then i think the vfn was like just a 5950x if i remember it was something like that it was like it was or maybe a 7313p or something like that it was something along oh, the lines. so like something with so, a, the, a so the vowel was meaty as fuck but the vfm was just yeah yeah, yeah 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 it was was a, a 60 euro hats in a box basically yeah 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 so so it was just it was yeah anyway the whole point being is that is that there's a there's a right now there's a if you <laughs> If you own any uh, Epic, uh, let's see, what do you, if you hold uh, any, uh, let's see, Epic. Um, two, 9254s. 9274-9254-9374-Fs. Yeah. I'm shopping 9474-Fs. If you got any of those, put them on the web. <laughs> There's a market get, right get now. That, get that get, shit get, in, a, get, in a web get, get paid for that motherfucker. give you a credit card for it. Yeah. I'm hoping and, the sweet spot is at 9374 F. That's, I mean, honestly, that is a 32 core, 64 thread, 3.85 gigahertz with a 4.3 gigahertz boost across 64 threads. Like that thing is humming with a terabyte of RAM. Let's go. I think we, I think we reserve terabyte of RAM. Uh, we, we, I, reserved, I think 768 actually is what it is. We reserved a couple of 9254s, I want to say, with 512, but, um, remembered that like, we were really scraping the bottom of the barrel to find these fuckers and then um shortly pointed to somewhere we might be able to get them in the netherlands and it's slightly different mm. spec i think it's 90 is it 90 is 93 series isn't it 93 9354 yeah is 9354 yeah. 9354 and the flash p that's a i think that's 3264 right versus 2448 yeah, yeah. And then i think 512 ram so still still beefy beefy unit I think I think anything above a ninety two fifty four you're okay. I think you got to get above yeah. that base that three gigahertz base clock. I think is kind of the key. It um, seems like it, yeah. Um, yeah. And then and then I think I was it sure so you were saying that you had to. Um, do you have to upgrade the kernel? Did I or did I hallucinate that? 
No, no, you do. You do. With the base kernel that it comes with, it it's a dramatic difference. Dramatic was that just difference. what what um what iOS were you running on the box? You started you started what, about through twenty you started about through twenty two, right? Yes. So that yeah. that still is at Linux. That still has the five X kernel, just like like Debian Debian eleven Linux that's current, six that's current LTS, right? Twenty two yeah. or yeah. another one yeah. since? Because yeah. it's, it's twenty three oh four is the most recent one. Um, yeah, and and Linux Linux six X kernel is is a pretty big bump. Like I ran that back in the last preview net. I was running six dot oh five or something. Um, cause it, it literally was like an 8% bump for doing a kernel upgrade. And so now I'm on Debian 12, Debian 12 ships with 6.1. And now there's now 6.5 is out. And I haven't really done the spec difference. She'll see between 6.1, and 6.5. I don't think it's nearly as big, but you jumping from five to 6.5 is huge. Like it's probably 15% or something like that. No, no, no. It was 50% in one of the benchmarks. Yeah. That was, that's weird. I, I know you said that before. That doesn't, that doesn't really hold based on what i know but the, who knows that could be like a driver thing or something whatever i imagine it was driver thing because it was that very specific channel right oh yeah so yeah everything that, else was basically the same but that one specific one was like just got skyrocketed yeah well it was it was yeah so some of that stuff and like again like this is like one of those things where like you know you could you could point the money gun at aws and like this stuff is somewhat figured out right uh, but here we are. We're dealing with specific kernel versions and like what the NVMe channels are and how fast the PCI Would've lanes absolutely are. Absolutely been scratching like, my head on that one if Shortsy hadn't mentioned it. Um, but yeah. might actually have ended up getting off lightly by just. Uh, I think I just went with. I think I went with twenty. I want to say twenty three or four anyway. So I think it might be sorted because I think that's the newer version of the kernel. Um, so for my second box, I pulled twenty three and I haven't received it yet. So I don't know if that'll require an upgrade or not. We're going to find out soon. Twenty twenty three, I think ships with six dots six dot one, similar to Debian twelve. I think. Yeah, yeah, I think it does. I think you're yeah. right. I think it. I think. I think you don't need to futz around with the upgrades. And I was being a lazy prick, so I was like, eh, I think that's just. Yeah, I, I think need. you basically you're basically adding another repo and just reinstalling, putting a kernel on top of it. That's all. So yeah. But you I know, mean, from an app perspective, it's pretty straightforward. It's it's nice. Oh yeah, I mean, not like the old days, man. Like fucking, not like the old days, man. Running fucking GCC commands and shit, and trying to. How do you think I got these cards? Praying when that thing reboots, like please fucking boot. I mean, but that's just the same with all technology, isn't it? You always look back and you're like, fuck, it was so much worse in the old days. And then you just open like Node.js and get 18,000 errors from like a website, like a simple one page website. And you're like, <laughs> this is the future. This is fine. <laughs> and you're like, yeah, it used to be really harrowing to do hardware. <laughs> to actually... I'm so glad that front end development is really nice now. I remember, I remember hard coding HTML. Wasn't that bad? I've got some for this. Yesterday I was writing tests and in my um, integration tests, I would run the same thing twice, one for pull requests, one for pushes, right? And for pushes, the test would, would pass, but for pull requests, it wouldn't. And I tried changing all these different things. Um, and it's just for the one test. And so the way I got around it was just, I just removed that that test system. I was like, nah, I guess we're not running tests and pull requests anymore. Because I don't, I don't allow I mean, PRs to... I don't allow PRs unless, you know, everything passes, right? It has got to build, it's got all the tests, got to pass, blah, blah, blah. Um, <laughs> good old days. Beautiful days, beautiful days. So, what else is going on? Dual tweets, dual tweet of the week is what's oh, going on. Oh, yeah, let's down. do it. Shulzy, you're up this week. Oh, jeez. Now. Left page or right page? Right page, third from the top. Third from the top. Okay. We're in the muscles and fitness section. Oh, Nell's specialty. 
essentially you're on mute because you're so ripped. Twenty five percent body fat, baby. <laughs> yeah, boy. Is he is he in the book? <laughs> uh, this is the, it has mention of engineering. To be fair, in this one, so oh, here we go. God. Holy shit! Um, so think you've got it rough. Try engineering blog posts while trying to suck down two whole baby bottles full of muscle milk before the solstice ends. That was that was a just replace that with writing technical proposals of some sort. Yeah, to be fair, writing technical documentation while trying to suck down two bottles of muscle milk before the solstice ends. And I was like, fucking same. Running my hands <laughs> you're, you're speaking my language, real brother. Um, so, so, so on that, so the, what, we're, what we're talking about is we were talking about this. Well, I was talking about this before the thing started. I went and got a, a Baudet scan. Uh, it's, a, it's a thing you go stand on and you hold some stuff. And then it gives you all these uh, details about about your body. And so, uh, so, so what, after, what was the? the scan, uh, okay, go ahead. After the scan, we're, we're, I'm standing there with a guy, and we're looking through the the results on the screen. And it comes down to to the body fat percentage. It's like twenty four point seven percent body fat. And I said, <laughs> I uh, imagine it. That's uh, quite bad, isn't it? And he's like, it's not great. And uh, I was like, well. <laughs> You know uh, how you know what 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 kind of things should I be doing to to try and improve the situation? And he's like, "You like a beer, don't you?" I said, "Yeah." <laughs> yeah. Said, this is Australia, isn't it? Said you should probably stop that. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah." You like a beer? It's kind of a deal breaker for me. <laughs> like I'm from Australia, we all like a beer. The fuck kind of question is that? Did he immediately? I think I'm just going to try and make the 25 the new 12. Did he immediately <laughs> after then say, "Won't you have a beer with me, mate?" Like, hey, what? You I mean, this was it? taking place in the closet at the pub. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then you were like, "Well, you've just told me not to drink, so I'm not going to do that." And he was like, "Why won't you have a bloody beer with me, mate?" You're like, "Why am I standing at a hot? Too good for me, mate." You're and standing then, at a hot plate holding two nine volt batteries or something. <laughs> it's, it's, it's like, yeah, just stand there, dude. You got to take all your clothes off first, though. <laughs> yeah. Put this egg in your mouth. <laughs> anyway, uh, I don't recommend it. It's uh, it's quite eye opening. So and, what uh, what 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 prompted this decision to go well, get this information? I, just, I mean, I've been throughout COVID. So I, I got a couple of injuries, um, like a couple of years ago like a year and a half ago and um because i used to i used to be reasonably fit i used to run a lot and um go to the gym right and i got some injuries and then i had quite a long time off uh doing anything because i i like recovered and then i went back to the gym straight away and like started you know just getting excited and shooting for old pbs and like re-injured myself twice after two recoveries and i was like i think i need to just have a year or so to like let this thing just come back to like my shoulder fix itself. Yeah. And so, yeah, cause it's like doing real weird. Like I think it had also trained itself to just use a front delt a lot instead of your chest anyway. Um, so I had a very long time off and then I started drinking shit loads of beer when I was off and just eating like shit as well. As one does. And so, um, and whiskey. <laughs> 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 and um so anyway i i went back to training about mm, six months ago 
Yeah. And um, is it irritating? And, like it, you feeling? Is that shoulder hurting? No, it's great. It's great. Oh, okay. Yeah. Good. I had over a year off, um, and it was immediately when I went back, just much better. I don't have the. It was doing weird muscle things. It was like it was using other muscles, and then it was just really compensating with the other muscles, and then eventually and i was doing things that you probably shouldn't do like pullovers and stuff with an injured shoulder and and um yeah they just threw, threw the whole thing off again but it was, i was getting like lots of weird nerve and neck and shoulder shit going on all at the same time it's just like time to just let it do its thing yeah um but anyway so i've been back for a while and then um you know it's like i'm i'm going through a body recomposition from fat bastard to less fat bastard and i didn't do like any um composition scan when i first started so this was like my first comp scan to you know measure progress really so i'll go back in six weeks and just make sure i'm heading in the right direction but i think probably the the 24 like it's 24 point something percent body fat it's not actually that it doesn't look terrible it doesn't seem that bad right i thought is that that bmi or is that a different thing no it's different it's it's like i've got 20 oh so this thing tells you exactly how many kilos of fat you're carrying and I'm carrying 20 kilos of fat out of 80 Jesus. kilos. <laughs> so it's it's still a fair bit. But, um, you know, probably what was worse is the visceral fat, which was um, above what you need to be. So what's visceral fat? Skin. It's like, no, it's it's Skin like fat. around, like all around your organs, like in behind your, um, your like abdominal muscles and up mm-hmm. into your is cavity. Gloopy, it's like gloopy hidden stuff. Yeah, it's like all the shit that's in your in your. So I have like at the moment, um, ever since I had COVID, I've got like a, some issue like taking deep breaths. I have like a shortness of breath ever since I had COVID like two years ago, and um, and so I, you know, I think this might be somewhat related. Is that I might have like developed just a whole shitload of visceral fat in that time as well. I'm not sure if that's that much of a factor, yeah, no. but. On the council here, that average, I remember this as well, because I think mine's pretty similar to yours, because the average here is 18 to 24% for men, and 25% plus is considered obese. And I remember being like right on the top end of that line. <laughs> like, I was like, not obese. <laughs> Thanks, Doc. And like this, uh, yeah, there's, there's so, people who do crazy shit and get down to like sixes and stuff like that, but, but you look quite that's not good healthy. at like 15. Yeah. Like 15, and you look really good. At- it says athletes are six to thirteen percent. Fitness is fourteen to seventeen percent. That's like a, a fitness body is fourteen to seventeen percent, which sounds about right, right? That sounds about what you're saying. Yeah. So I want to be sort of around maybe sixteen or eighteen, maybe yeah. Not, eighteen is the I bottom end of average. Twenty four is the high end of average. Seems seems like a pretty good decent goal. Yeah, I think like I'm far from an athlete, and like shooting for that type of range is just probably unrealistic for me. So particularly yeah. like with my lifestyle. I actually have reduced my beer intake by quite a bit in the last couple of weeks and my partner is pissed. So <laughs> suddenly become way less fun. <laughs> I mean, it's our thing, right? We, we go to pubs and we drink piss. <laughs> uh, yeah. we, we, uh, it's, uh. So the two things I get in trouble, I go on health kicks occasionally and the two things I get in trouble for is um, stopping coffee and beer. And yeah. that's when... I know that's when the knives come out. So, um, you know, I'm like, so she told me, she said, if you exercise, you can compensate by drinking beer and you'll be just fine. (laughs) So, well, there is a bit of, there is a bit of truth to that, but it's, Mm -hmm. it's quite specific, right? 
Well, the, beer the is, problem is, is beer that... is isotonic, so you can actually use uh, and, and you know asterisk in the beer fermented proper beer is isotonic, and you can have one or two after extended exercise, and it does add some minerals back in, and you definitely will have burnt off the um, the calories, but that's from cardio. That's not from weights. The, the um, big problem is, is like weights is muscle destruction and you need, um, you need like good, good calories and minerals to like repair yeah. as well as proteins. And when you, when you drink beer or any alcohol after training or within days of training, your body actually has to process and get rid of the alcohol first and as calories and it does nothing because, because it's a, it's essentially a poison to your body. Your body gets rid of it first. And so you don't actually process any good shit that you've eaten at the same time or in near. Yeah, I mean, if you're looking to like compete or whatever, I don't think if you do any sport, you should be drinking beer after you do exercise. But if you're like, yeah, if you're like a record, like I just know about it from the lens of cycling, right? Which is you cycle hundred kilometers, you burn three and a half thousand calories on a ride. You can fucking drink beer till the cows come home all day, every yeah, day, matter, the rest right? of the week. And yeah. no, yeah, you're never going to put on any weight. Absolutely not. And a couple of pints after a long ride, so, so I what I think in in terms of like my progress, like my um, journey and beer is that I just need to drink less for a while um, to just get a like a be able to progress down to closer to where I want to be, and then maybe um, you know not go back to where the amount of beer I was drinking, but you know then be more sociable with with beer. But yeah, I mean the problem is is that if I if I expend all the calories and then replace them with beer where i'm at then the problem is i'm not going to make any progress but if i can get a good amount of progress down to like you know the the shape the body shape i want then you know it's beer in moderation after that is more or less maintaining so you know and if you start to like get to where you don't want to be again you just stop for a while and yo yo your beer drinking and become completely like you know Instagram ho. <laughs> oh man. So you're gonna keep us all updated as this goes every six weeks? You're gonna check in? Can we graph it somewhere? Look, if there's if there's interest, we can we can um we can include it as a six weekly. Six-